Oh my gosh, you guys, you know, I always say we have a juicy, juicy conversation, but this one is super juicy. I am so excited about this special guest that we have today. Oh my gosh, you guys, the backstory of how we met is hilarious, but it's so powerful that it shows the effectiveness of networking and really building relationships. So I'm so excited about today's guest. You guys already know I only bring you the best. So welcome back to Chop It Up. We're going to chop it up with the beautiful, the amazing, the girl that's on, the lady that's on fire, Miss Desiree Kinney. Desiree, welcome. Hi, happy, Hi. happy, uh, I guess, say no. new year because we're still killing it in the new year, new normal, new everything. Because I think what people need to look at is how do you rejuvenate, refresh, and empower yourself in times we have to pivot and change the way you do business and the way we communicate. So I'm so happy to be on the Chop It Up podcast uh, with the amazing Karmisha, founder of EBK Events. I'm a big fan, ambassador, and supporter. Thank you so much, Desiree. It's such a pleasure to have you. And I'm so happy we are having this conversation as we were planning what to talk about, like literally what to talk about and how to entitle this particular episode, because this is an episode that's really dear to me. Now, Desiree, this platform is all about unfiltered, unapologetic, and really organic conversations. So are you down? I'm so down. <laughs> let's go so this topic uh today's episode we are definitely going to entitle it women that lead women that lead that is so multifaceted but i think right now desiree you can also attest that we are living in a day and age where we are doing amazing things but there are still a gaps there are still in uh pay differential there are still gaps in our society especially as women so i definitely wanted to have you on because you're a powerful lady you are like miss new york number 4.0 because you're killing it like literally so I, before we even get there i really want folks to hear from you your credentials who you are and what you're about because your bio is super amazing. But one thing I would say before you introduce yourself is that you all, whoever's listening to me on this podcast, she is a woman that lead. Desiree is a woman that is supportive. And you guys, y'all already know, y'all been listening to me long enough to know that I know people and I know behavioral patterns. And Desiree, you, and I can say this publicly, thank you for being a true sister. Thank you. No, I'm, I'm going to get emotional. And I don't want to get emotional on this podcast, but this means so much to me. You don't even understand. I don't want to get emotional, but me building this podcast and creating this platform, it has been so daunting. And I did it with a friend of mine, a business partner of mine. Uh, she has now transitioned. She's, she hasn't passed away, but she has gone on to future endeavors and we wish her the best. But really and truly for me having to pick up the slack, this episode is where now I have to pick up the slack and continue to push it forward. And I'm trying to figure out why, why do it, right? It's because of you. Is because when I reached out and I said, hey, I would love to bring you on. You didn't even think about it. She has so much, you guys. She has so much that she's doing, but she dropped everything and said, let's do it. She gave me a date. She gave me a time. And us outside of your credential, I just want you to know. I didn't even mean to be, it's, you know, but this is real. This is my really heart. emotional. 
I know, but like, I really wanted to tell you, and you don't even know because of you, you make me push forward. You make me continue to create, create in different capacities. I just want to publicly thank you. Thank you for your generous support for over five plus years. You have been consistent and I want to thank you. All right. Enough of that mushy stuff. Let's get back to who you are. <laughs> I want to say, no, I got to say a quick thank you because when I met you, I met you in the financial services realm and I was introduced old school to you. And I almost missed you because I was getting a headshot done yeah. uh, for my company and it was raining and storming. And I was, it was such a blessing for everyone who's watching. Carmisha is a giver. She's an empath. She puts others before herself. She's community centric. She's a leader. She's an influencer and she's a change maker. I've been a host for her EBK Women's Empowerment events. I've been a panelist. I've Because of her, we had News 12 coverage, major news yeah. coverage coming in, media, big media outlets, and her ability to connect with people is so rare. I haven't seen Thank it you. in my industry. And before this podcast, I was even bragging about her last night. You don't even know that, Karmisha. Oh. a major celebrity media influencer, as well as telling the women on my collab call about you. And that's why I wanted you on it, to meet that powerful tribe of women. So I can say you are one of a kind. If you need something, I will absolutely be there because you are showing that women can inspire and uplift and elevate other women while doing your thing and killing it at the same time. So you are a blessing and I have to thank you for being in my life. Thank you so much. Thank you. So Desiree, let's jump right into it. If you still wanted to give people a little brief bio of your background, you certainly can because the listeners love to know who they're chopping it up with. All right, who are you chopping it up with? And you know, I have a music background too. So I immediately uh, love, love the chopping it up theme. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Uh, let's get my Carmisha podcast alarm off because it's going off like crazy. So yeah, uh -oh. I am the founder and CEO of the Business Matchmaker LLC. I help to fill the gap in businesses. So whether it's people, resources, or solutions, I am working on woo, a TV pilot for my own mm -hmm. Business Matchmaker TV show backed by Evoy Productions. We are actually filming the commercial in June. It's going to be Shark, Shark Tank meets Dr. Phil. So think therapy meets analysis. How can we get your business to the next level? So I'm super excited. But I come from financial services. I am the Wolfette of Wall Street. I have post Wall Street events for women, actually also for kids because I am an alumni of Rutgers University. So I had a Women of Wall Street workshop for the students. Um, so I have 12 plus years, dare I say it, of financial services and wealth management experience. As of today, I was inducted into the Wealth Management Women's Leadership Forum. So I'm very, very proud. I've worked at, uh, you know, currently JP Morgan. I've worked at Merrill Lynch. I've worked at TD Ameritrade, Mass Mutual. So I have a roster of experience, but I can tell you the biggest thing for me is the impact I make on people, specifically yes. their lives, their legacies, their financial planning, but also uh, women's lives, empowering women, um, female entrepreneurs. I will not let women not be a part of the conversation. They are the most important part of the conversation. Women are the bread are becoming the breadwinners. They're the yes. biggest household decision makers. You can watch the statistics, but we still have more seats to fill. So I know I've been a part of your women's empowerment event uh, in Mar Women's History Month, and we talked about this, Karmisha, about what your seat. Are you going to own that seat at the table? Yes. Are you going to claim it? You deserve it. What is your value? And today 
I'm so excited to spread those positive messages. Women need to be more in control of how they promote themselves and how they stand up for themselves. Because if you're not confident in yourself, no one else will be. So we need to own that power. It's not about women's empowerment, women lacking. It's about women knowing and being cognizant of the power they have within and using it and utilizing it in their lives. Amen. You said it well. So just let's jump right into it. You said about the women's and the, the power, many of us. And before we have launched this podcast, we were talking about kind of like when we go for a promotion, simple as going for a promotion. Many times men, our male counterparts, they're more assertive. They know their worth. Yeah. Going in, they know their worth. And I know I can attest to that because I, prior to, you know, doing all the stuff that I do now, I actually work for corporate America. And a lot of my male counterparts, they were very assured. And they were the top producers. Like in terms of what I did, we literally, you know, were um, basically selling telecommunication. I was in the telecommunication services. So we had to do a lot of like high level sales. And most of the guys, most of the people that was really on, most of the top producers were males. And I used to always find that, why is that? Why are men more assertive when it comes to selling and when it comes to pushing the agenda than women? Why are we more kind of like discreet or more, you know, why is that? And I know you can, yeah. I, I definitely can, I couldn't agree a hundred percent. And I know you left your mark in corporate. They were probably like, bring Gramisha back. Right. When women, this is the ironic thing. People may be intimidated, intimidated by it, or seem as if they are, but they're also inspired by it. And they know yes. you're making a difference. You're making a change. You're making an impact. It, the reason I think it really roots back, and I've done a lot of research and studies. So I was back in college, I was a women and gender studies feminism major. So I spe specifically studied Gloria Steinem going back. You know, when Gloria Steinem always my favorite quote, you know, she's not giving up her torch, she's passing it. Because we, if we each have a torch, there's a lot more light. I believe that theory. And I think it's because women, being nurturers and caregivers and empaths, we feel like we may be taking up too much space or space. Someone, others, someone else's ability to shine. But the reality is when we shine, everyone else gets the ability to shine together because we're setting up the stage. There's a quote that I like by G.D. Anderson. It says, feminism isn't about making women strong. Women are already strong. It's about changing the way the world perceives that strength. Mm. Right? So we have a strength that we don't even allow ourselves. And the negotiating thing, I'm going to tell you another quote I love that came from Forbes research. It's a woman said, my mom taught me from a young age that you don't get what you deserve. You get what you negotiate. Wow. So Preach. If you, if you can <laughs> understand that you can't just sit there and wait for things to come to you. The world doesn't, even the world doesn't even work like that for some men. I've had, I have men who are allies. I have great men who support the women's movement who marched. I marched on Washington. We took a buck um, years ago, 20 to 25 women. And we marched in that historic march. And I can tell you, there are men that are allies too. And there are men here that can't even get a seat at the table too. It's still, it's the truth, but more yeah. women can't. And the reason is we have to speak up. We want that raise. I just had a coaching conversation with one of the powerful women in my network and she was hesitant. I was like, don't be hesitant because you've proved yourself. You've earned your stripes. She is a woman in construction. Wow. I'm in finance thinking, oh, I'm in a low city. She's like, I don't even see men on right. Zoom, in the meetings, in conversations. She's like, I am in one of the most underrepresented industries, women in construction. And my show, Brooklyn Savvy TV, we did an episode on that, on women in construction and what is it like. And we also did a show about negotiation. I think women need to understand 
when you promote, you're not bragging. You're showing the value and what your worth will be to that company and why you deserve that seat. And I think people need to realize if you don't take that seat, it's going to be gone. Someone and else will take it. Desiree, oh my gosh, you're dropping gems, but I want our listeners to understand what you just said. It's yeah. not bragging. It's about showing and exemplifying your talents. Can you give us an example? Like, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but yeah. can you give us an example of when we can effectively promote who we are and, and, and show those qualities, whether it be to a client or whether we're going for a job interview? Can, yeah. can you show us, can you give us an example? Thank yes. you. I think you hit them all actually. And it's funny, I have a quote and you were in the session uh, when I said it and I said, create, prepare and wait. And some people got a little nervous with the wait part. I was like, listen, create means use your innovation and use your mind. Prepare means you're getting ready. Like you're like, I'm about to be in the driver's seat, but you have to be strategic. It's not about dumping into the deep end of the ocean right away. You have to, timing is everything. Yes. So you have to be ready. And it's not about going in the boardroom and saying, I'm here. Like, it's about waiting for the right moment to jump in and add that value. Because remember, quality, not quantity. It's not about how much you say. It's about what you say. What you say. Are you mm. a lasting impression? So that's an example. You're in the boardroom. You know, we have a big pitch meeting coming up with a client that you're about to add to the roster. Come prepared with your slides and your, it doesn't matter if they delegated you to the project or not, or if you're supposed to just be backup support, come in there. Like you've owned that project. That is yeah. the perfect time. And when review season comes up, that's when you need to do, I say you should have your roundtable reviews with your team members, get as much feedback and testimonials as you can. If you have client testimonials, save that. I save everything. Yes. Order of good information because right. that's going to help with that performance review. You're going to be able to justify your raise. So you, I, I think timing and being strategic is everything in this world because you'd be surprised. They will agree with you. They just may not have been thinking about it. And when they see all the work you put in, they're going to say, well, I better give this person a raise or I may end up with high turnover. So they're right. smart. They're thinking business savvy. How do I retain? If you sit quietly, they're going to think you're content. If you mm. supplies, then they'll know you're ready for that next level. Wow, that's amazing. You know, so Desert, let's talk a little bit about, you know, women that lead and that whole title that we just spoke about earlier. What what is an example of a woman that leads? Like what are some attributes if you want to get in that role where you really want to be taken seriously? Absolutely. And it's it's funny you say that because I just had graduated in COVID from the fast forward women on the move program. And that's exactly what it taught you. How do you lead by example? How do you set the stage for others? And we actually had a women's mentoring circle. And I think the key is passing that torch, but also not withholding information. If you have information that can benefit someone else, share it help someone yes. else because we're in this tribe mm -hmm. together. I also led a, a women's circle that involved mid-level mid managers being mentored by senior level managers. And another thing I should clarify is sponsors are key. And I know you've mentioned this before. Yes. If you can get in the door that someone else can't get into, help them. Because guess what? You're going to be next in line when you want to get in the door and you want someone else 
to get you in that door that you can't or to vouch for you. Right. And Misha is amazing. She's on point. Her, she's multi-talented. She has an amazing network. You want people to be your ambassador. Build mm. your board of directors. Have a team around you. That's leading. Leading, leading is absolutely, as I say, it's cliche. It's by example. And it's also the biggest thing I should have said I graduated from a program at Columbia University last year during COVID. See, I used that time during COVID. I was like, let's go. Opportunity. Yeah. Opportunity. I'm going. Yes. And they said leaders, empathy and emotional intelligence is the key to effective leadership. And mm. for some reason, it's underutilized and, and not as appreciated. They look at it as, a, as, as being a sign of weakness. Weakness. To be able to communicate with your team and meet them where they're at and understand what they're going through, especially through this pandemic, which we're still in, people. It's not over yet. We're still Absolutely. in it. We're still transitioning and pivoting. I think having that connection with your people and understanding human nature is the key to the, the most effective leadership that you can have. You are absolutely right. I also read an article about that, that a lot of CEOs have now implemented empathy as a part of their training model. Yeah, especially with all the social injustice issues uh, that transpired within uh, quarantine and even thereafter. So empathy, being an effective leader, you really have to know how to connect. And even being a woman that lead, like you just mentioned, you have to be able to how to connect with someone else. You have to be able that though that I'm, I've, not, I've never been in that position, I can understand, I can empathize, I feel you. And I think that really is the difference so switching gears because i'm going to be a little bit controversial Before all right switch, i have yes. to compliment you you brought up a huge point social consciousness social yes consciousness, being aware of what's happening in society being aware that women are treated differently and need different things in the workplace and 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 in terms of advancement and mo career mobility so i love that i had to sorry interject because you hit mm -hmm. such an important theme karmisha around consciousness. So I'm sorry, I'll go back. No, no, absolutely. Uh, listen, we're going to bring you back. You coming back on. All right. Because this is really good. And this is why I wanted to continue on with this podcast, because it really teaches so much. So switching gears in terms and we can always, you know, come back on, but I wanted to close on this and a powerful um, conversation that especially women have, especially women of color, intent and intentionality. When someone questions your intention, how do you provide perspective for that person when they question your intention? If you're working with a group of people, if you're trying to build something from scratch and all of a sudden your team player or your partner, business partner, for example, questions your intention, what is the most effective way? Would you say, you know <laughs> if any, this is a closing because it's exactly the quote that I wanted to share All right, right now. Be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. What is That's that? Right. Live with intention. That is one of my favorite, actually my mentor, the author of the 10 Ks of personal branding, Kaplan Mobra, he always says that be intentional. And if someone questions it, I think that's where that, once again, that empathy and understanding comes in. We need to understand the best way to influence someone is to meet them where they're at. 
understand mm. what is influencing their thought processes and their decision making. See, that's where the psychology of human behavior comes in. I don't know about you, but that was those were my favorite courses yeah. back in school. Psychology, sociology, you know, Freud getting into theory of human behavior and why we are the way we are, why we think the way we do. Absolutely. What is, what is learned behavior that is creating that perception of I don't understand where you are? Because I guarantee mm. if you break it down and get to know that individual, whether it's a senior leader, an executive, they're in the, you know, the, the, the very high ranks of your company and they're saying, I don't feel this is right for you or I don't understand why, I think you need to get a little bit deeper deeper in that conversation to understand what is influencing the, the psyche around their logic and reasoning and, and find a way to have mutual understanding so both parties can be happy, right? Because at the end I of love the day, that. negotiation is, is like the old school barter system. You get something, yeah. you get something. So finding a happy ground and medium, what I say is to have multiple proposals ready. Don't just come in with one, have a toolkit of proposals and say, well, if this was a, doesn't work, I've got option B and I've got option C and I've got all these different opportunities because you want to go in and say, I am multifaceted, I am capable and I am confident in my ability. You always want to emphasize the value, the measurable impact you will have on that company firm. Or if you're an entrepreneur and you're pitching to a client, why you? What yes. is the impact? What is the reason that they should invest in you? And once you realize why they should invest in you, you'll understand more clearly why you're investing in yourself. Desiree, you said it. You said it. Listen, listen, you guys, I don't know about you, but this has been a powerful, powerful conversation. Desiree, you are gladly invited back. We want to have you to continue this conversation because this is actually a relationship series. And what you just said is so imperative, especially as we are thinking about, you know, moving up the corporate ladder or even getting into a different space of entrepreneurship. We have to know how to move with intentionality. I want you to pro pro provide us with that quote again that you just said, that quote you just had a, a while ago. Where is it? It's right there. Is it the, the one that I showed you on the board? Yeah, read it. Okay. Read it again for the folks. <laughs> for the folks in the back. For the folks in the back. For the deaf oh, ones in the back. You know, um, maybe next time I'll come on and I'll do a, a, a music inspirational song. Right? <laughs> I am a singer and songwriter, guys. Um, so it is be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. And we're going to end it there. At the <laughs> end of the day, we thank you, Desiree, thank you so much for your fearless attribute, for being amazing. Thank you for your sisterhood. Most and importantly, thank you. You guys, if you like this episode, and I know you do, we want you to like, we want you to subscribe. We want you to tell all your friends, family and friends, share this episode. This is an important episode for our male counterparts, as well as our female, as well as our change makers. It's about leading and leading from a perspective of power knowing who you are and set your soul on fire. Thank you so much, you guys. And again, Desiree, thank you so much. It's always an honor having you. Thank you for joining us today and chopping it up with us. If you, 
Yes. If you guys would like to support this channel, we have a new, very new feature that Anchor is allowing us. So you can support this channel. Just visit the podcast on Anchor FM and you can hashtag uh, and support, support the channel, support the podcast. We do want all the support. We do need it. And most importantly, we thank you for your support. Desiree, be well. We will chat. We will chop it up on the next chop it up, right? Thank you so much. It's been an honor. Bye. Bye. <laughs>